Welcome to another episode of Express Yourself. And uh, this is just the overreaction episode of the NFL because that's all everybody was doing. That's going to be today's show. I'm going to break this down. It is 1030 um, on a Saturday morning that I am doing this. And I must say, I... I'm very excited for their college football. So I'm, I'm going to try to finish this before the 12 o'clock game start, um, which I should be. But um, it's going to be a great weekend. It's, it's a week two. We've already had our matchup. Um, I'm jumping right into it. I mean, this is overreaction. First off, I'm doing great. I hope you guys are too. Um, it has been a great week. It's only going to get better. Just to... It's always great when you go through week one of football. The weekend is great. You get the real football. You got college football that everybody's enjoying. I'm really enjoying getting it. It seems like every year I enjoy it more. And I tell you, this whole week one, everybody overreacted. Hearing everybody's opinion all week, that's all I've been doing. Hearing opinions all week. And that's just basically what this show is about, because I want to start listening to everybody or as many people as I can, because so many shows to listen to every day, all day. And I do work. So it's not like I'm just sitting at home where I can have all every show, all of these reactions, all of that. And my I'm generated to watching two shows and listening to my Detroit Sports Radio and 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 whom I do love in the ninety-seven-one ticket between the two and six o'clock hours. So if you Detroiters out there, or I mean, it's a known show. It's the Mike Villani show with Rico. Uh, so I mean, even those that are outside of Michigan, and if you listen to sports, or if you just haven't heard this, I mean, this is a top-five show in the world um, sports show. So you know, tune in to them. You know, I'm I'm giving you the go ahead. This this is a great show, but I'm also um, I, I've I've enjoyed looking at interviews and stuff too. And you guys know I'm a nerd. If you guys have followed the pod for this long, uh, I've been on a year now. Then you guys would know. This is season two, and also I got to get my reaction. WNBA playoffs is near, so I will get a little bit of that probably towards the end of the show. But I, I gotta I gotta start here with the overreactions. Let's just go with week one. We've already talked about Cowboys and the Bucks. You know, I wanna lead, I wanna just go division division. And we'll start with the AFC West. I I, I mean the AFC East. We'll start there. Because you look at the Dolphins, they got a win over the Patriots, like the Patriots had that game. And that's where, you know, Damian Harris fumbled. They were in field goal range already. I think that was the second one of the day. And, uh, you know, people did not overreact in that aspect of the game. You know, I feel like, yeah, the Patriots are going to compete in this division. I said it last week. Dolphins going to be up there. You know, the Jets didn't, you know, really, you know, do anything, you know, Zach Wilson had his moments and I know it's his first game and that's why you can't really judge judge anybody on their first game and everybody overreacted. And like I said, I'm starting here. Dolphins got a good win over the Patriots. They got the turnover. They probably lose that game if he didn't turn the ball over. Um, and then you look at Buffalo and Pittsburgh. 
I mean, that was one of those games, okay, I'm taking Pittsburgh all the way to cover. Said they could win the game. That was the underdog pick of the day. Uh pick of the week. Me and my barber, I said it, we have our pick of the week. Our underdog pick of the week. We had our discussion yesterday, last night, over our underdog pick of the week. Hopefully we go to a note. I'll bring it up during the picks. But that was just a good win for Pittsburgh. Buffalo didn't look good offensively, but I know their offense will carry. And it pretty much seems like a must-win because they do get the Dolphins. They go on the road, uh, and I will get to that uh, later on. But it seems like that's a must-win. You can't really say must-win when you have an extra week of football. You pretty much you can't go 0-3, and I still think you will still have a chance. But if you're the Bills, you got to win that game. We'll talk about that later. But Pittsburgh looked good, and that gets me going right into the AFC North. Because Pittsburgh is 1-0. They're going to be a good team. You know, people look at the Browns as the team that's going to win the division, like me. You know, I still think the Browns win the division. I think they're the more complete team. And You know, everybody over, I think everybody overreacted with the Steelers. Yes, this was a great win. You know, I have somebody, uh, I have a good friend of mine, told me Steelers is a team that could go to the Super Bowl and win. They are. They have the coach, they have the quarterback, have the players, have the defense. I mean, they have it all. And that's why I, even last year I was talking good on the Steelers and and then all of that happened. But um, we look at the Bengals in the division. They got a good win uh, against Minnesota. And I really think that was an, an, an impressive win for them. Uh, them being at home, Joe Burrow is a winner. Got his guy, Jamar Chase. I mean, the Bengals could be that surprise team. If you look at it, do, is that an overreaction or not? But people haven't uh, really overreacted. They just like the Bengals as a whole. Everybody's still looking at the other three teams. I think I think this could be the surprise here. I think the Ravens could could be the, 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 uh, the worst team in the division with just because of the injuries. I mean, they should have beaten the Raiders. That did not happen. And... Uh, I don't, I'm not tooting the Raiders horn and even I'll get to that division in a minute, but then the Browns losing to Kansas city, you know, uh, it's not really an overreaction or underreaction in, in that game. I mean, one of the teams had to lose and the Browns had that game, uh, the pump block. I mean, everything went in Kansas city's favor. If you're the Browns, okay. You're like, Hey, we always be close and we just let the game slip away. A fumble by Nick Chubb, a guy that do not fumble the ball. Uh, uh, Baker Mayfield, everybody talking about the interception, but let's talk about the tackle leading to that. You know, the guy getting to you know his legs as he's throwing the ball takes all of the, the air out of the throw when that happens. So, you know, people don't mention this stuff. You, you know, people got to watch the games, got to watch the highlights, got to do this, got to do that. That's what you have to do. You know, you can't just look at the stats and just be like, oh, well, yeah, this happened. He had 300 or something. What happened in the game? What was the game change? The Tyree Kill touchdown, game change. What he did right there. I mean, a lot of things happened where Kansas City won this game, and they wasn't supposed to. Looking at the game, Browns had this game. The AFC South. Is there any overreaction? I think it is to the Titans. The Titans are still going to win the division. The Colts will still be in competition. The Texans look good. They were playing the Jags. Let's talk about that. 
You know, uh, Tyrod Taylor looked good, but how will he do against the Browns? They're big-time underdogs. Now, would I tease that team? That's one of those, uh, I don't know. I will probably lean towards the Browns because the Browns have a better chance of blowing them out than Texans keeping this close. Think about that. But anyway, they are 1-0. They beat the Browns. Maybe we start talking about the Texans because I, I had a discussion about Texans too. I said, okay, they had Deshaun Watson. I think they could compete because they don't have a bad team. They really don't. It's not that bad. You look at this team, uh, they have some good players. They got a new regime, got a new personnel, got a new head coach. That's how you start. You know, you take that team, they got the new coach. Both teams did have a new coach, Texans and the Jacks. You probably would trust Urban Meyer because you know him more. Um, and then the coach, they didn't look good against Seattle. You know, uh, but they got a big game against the Rams. You know, maybe they do better in, in this game. The game plan better. In the week one, you can't overreact. You just cannot. And you got the Titans up there looking bad in their first getting destroyed by Arizona. I mean, maybe this is just the 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 NFC West just being the NFC West and the AFC South just can't compete with them. Maybe that's what it is. But I'm not gonna overreact to the Colts losing, and I'm not gonna overreact to the Titans losing. Um because first off, they ain't losing no division game. Jacksonville, you lost your division game. That's where, okay, is Urban Meyer the guy? Can Trevor Lawrence really play? He has some bad throws. He has some good throws. Let's see what he do in week two. AFC West, the division where everybody won their first game. Raiders probably shouldn't have won that game. You look at it, the Ravens probably the team that should have won the game. And you have um, Kansas City that probably shouldn't have won that game. The two teams that should have won, Broncos, Chargers, and you probably can say Chargers probably lose that game if Ryan Fitzpatrick doesn't get hurt. And the Chargers, I mean, it would have been a good game anyway. But the Chargers took advantage of Heineke, who didn't look good, and he hardly looked good in the last game. So we we got this division. They were talking about this is the best division in AFC. I'm going to go to AFC North. I'm going to go that route. I mean, the Broncos, they are, I said, we, I've talked about this with a whole bunch of people. They're quarterback away from being good. That's why I said, if they get Aaron Rodgers, they're not losing because that defense is for real. And that's why I have them in my fantasy. I have them in both of my fantasy uh, teams. That defense is legit. And they just fall right into my lap because I don't, I don't grab a defense until second to last pick. And they fall right into my lap every time. How does that happen? I don't just go ahead and be like, oh, I'm going to grab defense right now in the eighth pick. No, I wait till my 14th, whatever pick I got, and I grab them. My Chargers, though, I said my Chargers. We coming for you, Chiefs. My Chargers is pretty good. They're getting the respect. Justin Herbert is, is not having no sophomore slump, at least not right now. Um, He looked good against the Washington football team. And I, I'm 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 uh pretty excited for the divisional games. I think everybody think Kansas City will go seventeen and zero. I don't see that because of this division. You know, if they go seventeen and zero and they beat this division, then okay, yeah, we're gonna pick them to win the Super Bowl because they mean business. But they have some kinks, and all these teams has kinks. You know, and, and we'll probably have to go through them when we get towards uh, next weekend when I talk this stuff. Now, the Eagles. Uh, we're going to go to NFC now. 
The Eagles uh, got a, a very impressive win. Now, I know it's the Falcons, but I didn't expect the Falcons to lose that type, that game like that. The Eagles look good. Jalen Hurts look good. But let's not forget the Falcons' defense isn't that good. They have a couple of guys that are pretty good on the defensive side. But the Eagles' defense did very good against the Falcons' offense, who I thought would be very good. I know it's no Julio anymore, but they got Calvin Ridley, and they got Kyle Pitts, they got Russell Gage. I mean, I feel like this was an offense that put up some points. Eagles' defense played pretty well, and I think that's what you would look out for is that defense. And they had some pretty good plays, you know, despite the Falcons not being able to play defense. But that's one of those teams I'm going to be looking at for week two, and I'm going to have fun watching this game. Uh, the Cowboys uh, being 0-1, we talked about them uh, last week, about them losing to the Bucks, and they had the game, just gave Tom Brady a lot of time uh, to get into field goal range, and that was pretty much what it was, and it, they got to do better at that time management. Make sure you don't give the other quarterback time, because you can't do that against Justin Herbert either, because he has those guys, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, you know what I'm saying? So... Let's see what happens tomorrow. we get to the picks later. Washington football team. Uh, this team here, uh, they're one and one uh, because of uh, idiocy of the Giants. Giants should have won that game. They should be one and one. Washington football team should be 0-2. And, and we're looking at, oh, it's Washington football team. I had them winning the division. Right now, they don't look good. The defense doesn't look good. You got the Giants who play very hard. But the Giants are not a good team. Now the Giants is 0-2. This is where, okay, do we look at the Giants being the worst team? Which they probably are, but I felt like the Eagles would be the worst team. So we'll see what happens. Giants, you lost your first divisional game. As for the football team, you won your first divisional game. So that's always a good sign of things to come. The NFC North, everybody's on one. Lions and Green Bay play, so somebody has to win a game. The Vikings and the Bears have a chance of losing their games, so they go 0-2. We're now Lions and Packers, winner of that Monday night game. That's going to be the indicator who's going to lead the division. Because right now, hey, the Detroit Lions is number one in the division. But for how long? They got to realize that. Then I'm sure Dan Campbell then told them, hey, you guys are number one in the division right now. And now you got a chance to hold that spot. You beat Green Bay, a big game, on the road. Let's see what they can do. But let's not overreact to Green Bay. That that was the reason for this episode, because everybody overreacted for the Saints and for Green Bay. Because I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't know if the Saints pulled this off. Green Bay, they had Aaron Rodgers didn't play a lick of preseason, a lick of anything, was in OTAs, nothing. So it's going to take some time for Green Bay. I still think they win the division. But they have to beat Detroit, though, because that, that my them chances could, could slimmer down. If Detroit, that's a game of confidence. Because if Detroit can win that game, I'm telling you, week three, they're going to be favorites against Baltimore, especially if Baltimore falls to 0-2. And they're going to be in a must-win. Because this is a must-win. I don't want to say this is a must-win for Green Bay because I still think they can win this division, even if they do lose to the Lions. But you don't want to lose to the Lions because you guys are going to be the topic of discussion for the whole week, starting on Tuesday. And then we'll be some, it'll be some life here in Detroit. Uh, because it's going to be crazy, crazy. I don't think I'm going to sleep unless this is a blowout. Uh, but Vikings and the Bears, the Bears are going to be bad, and they need to put Justin Fields in there, because I think if they put Justin Fields in there, they're, they're going to have some life. And it's going to be hard to stop. I got to see if he can throw the ball, though, because in preseason he has some shaky issues. 
the Vikings, they just got some issues uh, in the locker room that they need to handle because of the COVID stuff. And that's pretty much what it is because they have a pretty decent team. And it was a pretty good game that they went through. Uh, the NFC South, uh, the Saints, like I said, it was an overreaction. Do I think the Saints compete? Yes, because they have the personnel, they have the coaching staff. Can Jameis Winston keep this up? Because I'm not going to act like he threw 300 yards. Green Bay just gave him all this opportunity. And I think this is where the Saints can do it. I mean, Jameis Winston is capable. He was capable. He got 5,000 yards before. He had 30-plus touchdowns in his 5,000 yards. So he is capable of doing such things. But I think they need uh, Michael Thomas, excuse me, uh, Tampa Bay being uh, in this division. I think that it's going gonna, it's gonna to be very tough uh, because Tampa Bay has a loophole in that secondary. I think that's their issue. And they play the Falcons here. You know, I don't I, I think the Falcons, you know, I don't know if they keep it close or whatever, because I still gotta see it. And that's that's one of those games, you know, you gotta wait and see how everybody respond week two. That's where you get to to react. Because everybody overreacted in week one. Um Carolina Panthers, they got the win, they played the Jets. Sam Darnold, you know, he's at home, you know, he's playing against the Jets at Carolina, you know, and Remember Robert Anderson, that was kind of one of the easy anytime touchdown bets that you can make. Uh, so, you know, sure, why not? Um, the NFC West, I think I overreacted on the Rams. You know, I want to see how they respond against the Colts because this is a must win for the Colts. Uh, okay, maybe not must win, but the Colts want to win this game here. And the Rams, they're going to be traveling here uh, to the East Coast, doing some things. Uh, or Midwest, whatever you want to say. And, hey, they have to win this game. Go out of statement game because this is a weird spread. This is one of them spreads. And, you know, I don't like to talk spreads when I'm doing a reaction, but this is one of those, okay, Rams, show me what you got for week two because you did play the Bears. And you guys did look good. Bears secondary, not all of that. Um, And the 49ers, you got the win against the Lions. And you almost let them come back. They were right there, but they could have tied it up, went to OT, took the life out of you, whatever, because they had the momentum. I don't know how in the world they got all of this, but it just happened. 49ers, you still can be encouraged because, I mean, the onside kick, I mean, it just went off of George Kittle's helmet. Like, what? Uh, that's crazy. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals, that was a very impressive win against Tennessee. Very impressive. But this is how they do. They start the season off right, and then they end the season off bad. But I do like what I see from Kyler Murray. He looks a little more comfortable now. He can be in the pocket. And this is more involved on no more Fitz. You know, I don't see Fitz out there anymore. So it looks like this is a more speedy offense. You know, you have the veteran of Fitz, but now the next man got to step up. Christian Kirk stepped up. You got to love that. DeAndre Hopkins being the man. They got, they got another year, you know, to go. Uh, really... Because the first year, okay, this I'm testing you, DeAndre Hopkins. I know you're really good, but I'm going to give you the ball. DeAndre Hopkins could be the best receiver in the league this year because I think Kyler Murray's going to give him the ball. They got the chance to get to know each other and all of this. And this is where that Arizona could finally be that surprise team that they're supposed to be because I had them last year. Now, they got off to a good start. And then you got the Seahawks. They look good. Russell Wilson is always Russell Wilson. People talk bad about Russell Wilson this, Russell Wilson that, but he just wins games. He makes the throw. He looked good, and we'll see what they do next week, uh, well, tomorrow. Uh, so, 
You know, the NFC West, like I said, this is going to be the competitive. This is the division, the best division in football. They're going to be fighting each other because that's, that's what it is. And that's what I talked about with the Rams. Can Matthew Stafford win these divisional games? Because he couldn't do it here. That, that was just the other thing here. And I want to talk about that because my, my boy, Mike Villini, made a great point about Matt Stafford because he, he talked about how, okay, Everybody's acting like he didn't have the best receiver in Calvin Johnson. He didn't win no big games. Mike, Matt Stafford didn't win no big games. All these other quarterbacks ain't have no big-time wide receiver like Calvin Johnson. Like, Calvin Johnson's big-time. He's in triple coverage, and he, that's still a good throw when he's getting covered by three guys, and you throw it to him. It's still a good throw. So, Matthew Stafford has to win the big games. I would say tomorrow's a big game. You're on the road. You're in Indy. The Colts isn't a bad team. They're still a projected team to go to the playoffs. So that's a big game right there. Can he beat a team that went to the playoffs? Because the Bears, yeah, they went to the playoffs. But, I mean, seriously, that game don't count. Let's talk about the Colts tomorrow. What will the Rams do against the Colts? Now, if they blow them out, okay, the Rams might be for it. But this is where, okay, Rams get the Buccaneers after that. Then the Rams get this. They get that. They get division games. That's why I said it comes down to week three. I'm not going to fault him for losing tomorrow. Yes, it's, it's going to be semi-big game, but I want to see how he plays. If he has an outstanding game and it just happens that Carson Wentz just has a great game too, then okay, we can react to it. But I want to get to the college football next. All right, so overreactions in college football. There's not really a lot of overreactions I hear in college football you know, uh, everything is just pretty much to the T. And that's what I love about college football because uh, college football experts, because they don't overreact. They look at what they see and they said, man, this team is pretty good. This team, uh, they couldn't do that. They lost this guy. It's a little easier to, to, to talk about some college football with people because there's really no overreactions. Maybe, okay, Ohio State, because everybody teased me. Oh, Ohio State, you told me it was this. I know I said Bama, Ohio State, everybody else. Ohio State, they got to play some defense. Georgia, yeah, they're playing defense, but I still got to see Georgia's offense. And we'll talk about Georgia in a minute. So this is basically going to be the college football pick area after the reactions of the NFL. So uh, we have uh, Michigan State against the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes, um, they are six-and-a-half-point favorites. This is a little, this is a weird spread, yes, with them being at home. Because I figure, okay, Michigan State at home, Miami Hurricanes would probably be a three-and-a-half-point favorite, three-point favorite, whatever. But I, I think this is one of those, okay, everybody taking Michigan State, and that's just, you know, that's why the spread is six-and-a-half. But you got to really see it to believe it. You know, Michigan State is pretty good, but I think the Hurricanes is really good, too. I think Hurricanes win this game. I think the game goes under. You pick you you ask me to pick something. I'm picking the under here. 57 and a half. I would even tease it. I want to hurry up and even put mine in. Uh I think I will have a little time by the time this pod is over with before this publishes and everything. I'm taking the under here. Michigan and Northern Illinois. I like Michigan here. I don't think Northern Illinois has a chance. Michigan should win this. This is another teaser I would do. Uh, and I think Michigan probably covers the 26 and a half anyway. Um, and uh, Tulsa and Ohio State, I would take Ohio State. To, I think they're going to blow them out. 
I don't think Tulsa stands a chance. I think this is where Ohio State really shows people how good they are because they didn't really show nobody the first two weeks, especially them losing to Oregon. Ugh, that's 3.30 start. Uh, Virginia Tech, West Virginia. Last time they played, Virginia Tech did win, 31-24. Um, but I think West Virginia gets this game here. Uh, usually when you get an unranked opponent that is the favorite against a ranked opponent, usually the unranked opponent wins. So that's one of those, okay, I might have a good teaser for the 12 o'clock hour with these big games here. Uh, Nebraska and Oklahoma. Uh, last time they played was about 11 years ago in Oklahoma, Western Oklahoma. Oklahoma's going to probably destroy them. It's 22 and a half. Nebraska isn't a good team to me. Um, if there's any positive, they are able to get some yards on teams. So if you want to take the over, take the over because they are capable of getting yards. And this defense of the Oklahoma Sooners isn't all of that. I mean, they're not letting teams run on them. Uh, but this is one of those, okay, maybe Nebraska gets something going. This is a game you can take the over. I might have a teaser for the day, boy, I tell you. Uh, Coastal Carolina against Buffalo. Uh, I don't think they ever played each other. It is a 14-point spread. Buffalo is 1-1. One one. Buffalo is at home. They can score. Uh, they can uh, have a pace on the offense. Not the best defensive team. Coastal Carolina isn't either. This could be another one of those overs you take. Over is at 58, and you can take this over. Because even if Buffalo do stand a chance, you know, they probably win this game. They did very good. I know it's Wagner. They did good uh, uh, at home against Wagner. And then you look at Coastal Carolina, you know, they, they got a good win against Kansas. I know they were supposed to win the game anyway. They were big-time favorites. And, and then they had the Citadel. And if Buffalo is bad, I mean, Coastal Carolina probably scores some points themselves. So uh, the over could be the play. I would be more safe there because 14 points, two touchdowns, that's a little sketchy. You know, going on the road against the Buffalo team, I don't think it is good, but they do play better at home. That's an over I would take. Cincy and Indy, that's a big game too. It's going to be on ESPN, one of those games I'm definitely going to be watching as well. I'm going to be going through all of these games as I'm getting ready to eat something. I got to eat something. Don't know what it is, but I'm going to find something, and I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy this game here. And, um, you know, I think Cincy offense is pretty good. Not really a big fan of uh, Indiana's defense. This could be one of those games that goes under. This could be one of those teasers you can take Indy. It's a weird spread. You got a team like Cincy going against Indy. You know, oh, it, it just, it just, I just feel like this game could be one of those unders you take. Uh, it could be one of those teasers. Or you take Indy. You know, three and a half, that's a little weird number for a top 10 team going to Indy. Uh, I think this is going to be a very exciting game. You got Indy, they look good at home. Uh, they look bad on the road. So let's see. Indy probably motivated being at home. And when you look at Cincy, uh, this is their first road game. They have dominated. But I want to see if they're for real. This is probably one of those games I don't touch. New Mexico, Texas a and I think this is a game that you could possibly take the over. I know it's at 49. It's it looks low. Um, but Texas AM, can they stop the pass? They have been doing that lately. I know they're going against a New Mexico team that can pass the ball. It's gonna be on SEC Network. Hopefully, you guys enjoy it. Um, but 30 and a half is a lot of points. Texas AM was on the road in Colorado, couldn't even do it. 
Uh, they, they just covered that number against Kent State. And I think they were a um, they were a twenty nine and a half point favorite. So it's going to be around there. I think I would tease New Mexico in that aspect. That that's just a lot of points. Texas A and M probably win this game, and you could you probably test it e- either way it goes, or if you just either want to take the over, just tease it. It's gonna be around that number, and that's why I like New Mexico just to cover it. I think that's just a big spread, thirty and a half. And New Mexico is two and zero. They're gonna be riding high and know they're on the road, whatever. Purdue, Notre Dame. Purdue, this is one of those, do you want to take Purdue? Last time they played was several years ago. Notre Dame won big time. But Notre Dame hasn't looked impressive to me. They let Toledo stay close in the game. They let Florida State stay close in the game. Purdue, they got some fight. I know they played UConn. UConn's probably the worst team in college football. But I will say Purdue has a good shot here. Could the game go over? The over is uh, 58 and a half. I'm more confident in Purdue. You tease it. Purdue, you can't lose by more than two touchdowns here. So that would be my teaser there. Kent State and Iowa. Iowa is just that damn good. Iowa's not losing like that. That would be one of those teams' teaser games. That's a 330 start. You get some games going there. Georgia Tech and Clemson. Uh, they played last year. Clemson destroyed them. And I think that could happen again. You know, um, with the spread being 27 and a half. You know, why not? You tease it. You know, you want to try to get get it down there, but I would say probably take the under because Georgia Tech isn't a bad defensive team. You know, they, they look good. It shows some spots on defense. You know, I know they put up 45 last week. They had a, a game against Northern Illinois that, that they lost. They shouldn't have lost that game, and they did anyway. And uh, they were a 19-point favorite. That, that, that That's like, ugh, Georgia Tech, what the heck are you doing? Now you're going against the Clemson team, you know, this is your first road game. You know, feel like, okay, you should take Clemson, whatever. Probably be an under right there. Batman in Florida, they played last year. I mean, it was just epic, epic showdown. You know, I you would probably want to take Florida. Bama's going to win the game. Florida is one of the top offenses in the game. You can take the overs. That's 60. I mean, go right ahead. Go, go for it. Now, I know I'm saying this right now, but... Next week's show is going to be on a Friday. So that way, when you listen into this and you're like, oh, my gosh, he was right about this. You guys will, will be tuned in for next Friday, um, next Friday's show and get ready for it. And even if you guys listen to it now, you got the 3.30 in the late games. Listen to it now. You're ready to go. Georgia Southern, Arkansas. I got to take Arkansas. I, I've been I've been an Arkansas fan right now. That's one of those. OK, I'm going to tease that game. They got to win about three touchdowns. Easy. That sounds easy. Ain't nothing easier than this world. South Carolina and Georgia. One of those games I really do like the under because I think South Carolina defense is for real too. And the under is at 48. Take it. You can tease it. I'm going to be looking at some games, 7 o'clock games, that I'm going to be like, okay, I'm ready to, to bet this. Virginia, North Carolina. Uh, we have... Uh, a Virginia team that I think can stay close in this game. I think they're I think they're a good defense too. We talked about UNC and you and Virginia has a, a better offense too. That's one of those teasers I take too. Oregon and Stony Brook. Uh, Oregon they're gonna be able to run the ball. Uh, I know Stony Brook. They they have they have played good run defense right now. They've played good defense overall. You know could they cover this number? It's a big number. 
But Oregon, I think they're very good. They just got a win at Ohio State. They're going to be... But then they played Fresno. It didn't look good. I, mean, I know Fresno's 2-1. But, I mean, I don't like quarterback play from Oregon. So that's where I'm like, okay. Let's just take Stony Brook. 40 and a half points is a lot of damn points. Let's take Stony Brook. Oregon's definitely going to win. Auburn and Penn State, this is a game here to watch tonight. I love the night games of college football because I think Auburn's a pretty good team. And, of course, you know how I feel about Penn State. This is a game, okay, I would take Auburn uh, to cover five points. I would definitely tease this game. I'm going to be looking for some teasers tonight. And I think this is just the indicator. Uh, Tulane and Ole Miss, this game could go over. Tulane has been one of those teams, and, and Ole Miss is just very good. This is one of those games. The over is very high, 77. But seriously, if Tulane is going to be 14-point underdogs on the road, I'm going to take this over. And probably the, 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 Over, I'm taking. Uh, Arizona State, BYU. Arizona State, three-and-a-half-point favorites. I like both teams. I like, uh, I like Arizona State better. Until, uh, until otherwise, I'm taking Arizona State. I think they always showcase some, some life. I think they get it done. Iowa State and UNLV. Um, UNLV, not the best defensive team. Iowa State should run over UNLV. And they probably win by four touchdowns, though. So this is where UNLV will probably uh, uh, win this uh, or keep this game close. They're at home. They did good against Eastern Washington, even though they lost. But they kept it close. Um Iowa State is a big-time team, though, but this is a lot of points. I would take UNLV. Fresno and UCLA. I talked about Fresno earlier. UCLA is 2-0, 13th-ranked team in the country. This is one of those games. I think Fresno makes it a game. It's going to be a good game, 11 points. That's a weird number. Uh, I would definitely take Fresno to cover the 11. I would definitely tease them, plus 17. I would be looking into this game until power comes on tonight. Those are the top 25 teams that I wanted to get my reaction on for the games today. And I'm going to make sure I remember this uh, uh, and have it written down. I got it written down, but I'm going to make sure I have this. Keep this. Study this sheet here, and this should be fun. NFL picks are next. The NFL picks are in. And well, I'm glad you guys are excited because uh, Broncos and Jags will kick off the picks here. Broncos being six point favorites, and you know I am a tease guy. That's the base. That's the basis of my picks. I am a teaser. That's what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna start off with the Broncos winning this game. You tease them, that's automatic. They gotta win. I like what I saw. I know defense travels. They're going to be traveling to Jacksonville. This game could be closer. You know, you can either tease it either way. I don't know if Denver is going to blow them out. Uh, I know what Denver did at the Giants. They won by two touchdowns. So you might want to be scared. of. That's why I picked the Broncos. I think they can win this game on the road. Their defense is legit. Um, but, I, you know, I just have this strange feeling that Trevor Lawrence will keep this game close. I don't know why. But the Bills and the Dolphins, this is one of those teasers as well you can take. You can take the under in this game for the teaser because I don't think Tua is going to be able to score, but that's why I like the Bills. The Bills are going to win this game. You tease them, and you get the the, the nice, uh, well, let me see. You get, what, plus two and a half. 
But you got to hope Dolphins don't win by a field goal. But I think the Bills win this game. This is a, a game. The Bills are a good team. And I know what they showed against uh, Pittsburgh. Not, not no disrespect to the Dolphins' defense. They got a good defense. And you've seen it against New England. But I think this is where Josh Allen thrives. He does what he needs to do. And they win the game. Texans and the Browns. This is a tricky one because 12 and a half is a lot of points. Uh, no Tyrod Taylor is going to be playing. Uh, and he looked good. I know this is a defense. This is one of those, okay, I'm going to take the Browns because they got to win by touchdown uh, if you tease them. 12 and a half seems like a lot of points. You want to take the Texans. Uh, uh, but you don't know if the Texans will be able to score on the road. We got to see the Texans on the road first. That's why I like the Browns. You know, we see what the Browns are capable of doing on the road. Should it be Kansas City? This is going to be a stat statement game. Uh, unless Texans really show that they're a good team. I think they have a good, solid team. They need Deshaun Watson, though. Don't know if Tyrod Taylor gets it done here against this defense here. Bengals, Bears. Bears, two-and-a-half-point favorites. You want to just take the Bengals? This could be one of those underdog picks here. You know Bengals could win. But this is a little shaky here because you talk about a team that's on one But the Bengals look to keep it close. Tease it, I like the Bengals, plus eight-and-a-half. You know, why not? Not seeing the Bears win by more than a touchdown if they win this game. Tease it, I, I can guarantee a Bengals cover. Tease it, got eight-and-a-half. The Niners and the Eagles, this is the game a lot of people look at. The Niners looked good against Detroit. It was just Detroit just came back at the end. They should have won by 30 or whatever it was. And um, the Eagles, this is an interesting game. I think the Eagles come out. If they can just go ahead and have that good game plan, if they can play some defense. I think this would be pretty shaky, but I, I think the Eagles covers on the road. You know, I would tease it. You know, you get, you get your nine points. I can see the Eagles uh, making this a game just off of week one. You know, why not? Saints and Panthers. This is a weird one here. The Saints only been three and a half on the road in Carolina. This is probably one of those, okay, maybe we need to take the the, the road home teams. I mean, the home uh, underdog teams and, you know, seeing what happens. Because I think the Saints are going to play defense. They're indicating the Panthers probably play defense. And that's why it's kind of weird. When it's 44 and a half, you look at that. Weird over under. You got the weird spread, three and a half. I would just roll with the Panthers, uh, but, I mean, you you probably want to decide the Saints, you know. I don't know if two and a half seems like, uh, if you do the teaser, that's why I like the Panthers, plus nine and a half. I know what the Saints did, and that's probably what Vegas wants you to think. Rams and Colts, another weird one. Rams, three and a half point favorites. You look at the Colts, they look bad. They got blown out. I'm going to roll with the Rams, though. I don't think the Rams will lose this game. It's at 48. I think the offense is that good and the defense is that good. At 48, you got to take the Rams. They probably covered the three and a half, too. Raiders and the Steelers. The Raiders will be without their running back. Um, they both have to prove that week one win was no fluke. That's why I'm going with Steelers. I would tease the Steelers, get them at a half point. That way they got to win the game. I think Steelers win this game. You know, uh, Darren Waller will be the problem, but they have to figure that out. And they're at home. It's very tough to win in Pittsburgh. Tease the Steelers. Patriots and the Jets, another one of those teasers I like because you know how Bill Belichick is against rookie quarterback Zach Wilson. will have some trouble tomorrow. One o'clock, I'm taking the Patriots. They probably cover the six. Um, four o'clock, four or five game. The Vikings-Cardinals should be a good game. 50 and a half is the over-under. Um... That seemed like pretty high, but I can see I can see some good things happening here in this game. Do I dare take the Vikings or do I dare take the Cardinals? I think I might just go ahead and tease the over. Because I think 
you're not going to slow down the Arizona offense. I think they're just that fast-paced. And then uh, the Vikings offense could be around there. This could be a good, good tight game. Vikings probably take nine and a half. You got the Cardinals who are three and a half point home favorites. You got to take the Vikings, uh, especially in a teaser, because there's no way. A team that just blew out uh, the Titans, only three and a half point favorites at home. Got to take the Vikings. You got to look at that. Kind of look at the look at that for a minute. It makes kind of it makes sense, don't it? Falcons and the Bucks. The Bucks, 12 and a half point favorites against the Falcons team that got blown out at home. You got to roll with the Bucks. You probably teased them. Minus six and a half. You said, hey, why not? Why not? The Titans and the Seahawks. The Seahawks have to get a blowout win against the Colts. They're six and a half point favorites. This is one of those, damn, do the Titans win? It's at six and a half. I feel like this game could go over. You can tease it. 48. The over is at 54. You got the Titans you could take plus 12 and a half. I don't see Titans getting blown out again because that'll be a problem. Cowboys and the Chargers. The game I would definitely be watching. Three and a half is the is the uh, Chargers having that favorite. This is the highest total at 55. I do believe this would be a high scoring game. So I would take the over. Um, and everybody feel that way. So I would agree. Uh, the Chiefs and the Ravens, the Sunday night game. Um, the Chiefs, three and a half point favorites on the road against the Ravens. Ravens had the game. I would tease the Ravens. I would probably have them cover. It's a little tough. 54 and a half, though, is a lot of points. You can tease the under. But then it's like, damn, the Chiefs defense didn't look good. And I think the Ravens would be able to run the ball. Lamar Jackson rushed touchdown. I didn't give you guys any anytime touchdown indicators. That'll be the one. Lamar Jackson didn't get a run touchdown on Monday night, but he will get one on Sunday night. I can see it. Lions and the Packers, the Monday night game, 11 points. Green Bay's 11-point favorites despite losing that game in New Orleans. I would have to take Detroit because when it's 11 points, I usually go with 11 points because then if you tease the Green Bay Packers minus 11, they have to win by touchdown, which is still possible. But are they going to blow out the Lions? I don't think so. And then you can tease the over. 42 and a half would be the over. Because, I mean, unless Green Bay defense just shuts them out, then the game just won't go over at all. Because there will be some offense being scored. Because I don't know what Green Bay defense was doing. But I would just indicate taking the Lions, plus 17, in the teaser. Those are the NFL picks. All right, before I get out of here, going around the world of sports, um, baseball is getting real interesting because uh, we're real close to October. So you're talking about when I do the pod next Friday and then we got the following weekend after that. Following weekend is, is like the last weekend of baseball. So I won't be here to have the playoff schedule uh, but so far in baseball, and, and I like to do this here, and we're going to go to the American League where it looked like the AL East is, man, three of those teams will be in it because you got uh, Tampa Bay. They're most likely going to have the top spot in the American League. Well, how great they're playing. And, man, how did the Tigers let that game slip away? I'm like, man, the Tigers about to pull off this win on the road, and the Tigers have been playing pretty good baseball. They have surprised me, uh, big time, and, and they're trying to get into this wild card race. I mean, it's going to be tough for them anyway to make it. Um, 
I mean, a miracle had to happen. The Tigers are not out technically yet, but, you know, you you got two weeks left. The Tigers, you, you, every game is important for them, but they're going to be out. But they're doing better than I thought. They're not going to be above 500, but they're going to be better than indicated. I mean, they're not going to be the worst team in the division. I mean, they still could be, but they're not going to be. The Houston Astros being second, the way they're playing, you know, you got to, like, respect them as the Astros is what they do. My pick in American League to represent the American League in the uh, Royal Series is Chicago White Sox. They're going to win the division, um, which it's not set, set in stone yet, but it's going to happen. And with the White Sox, they're 84 and 63. I love the offense. They can pitch. They got a bullpen. That's why I like this team. In the wild card, Red Sox and the Yankees, Blue Jays is right right there. So, I mean, I would be excited. I, I don't really want to see my Yankees in there because I just don't think they're going to. They're just so inconsistent. They just piss me off every time. I don't want to have to be tweeting in October about how badly this team is. I want to see the Blue Jays. I want to see that high-powered offense. I like the Red Sox offense, too. I can't stand my Yankees offense. Just take a, just take a, a October off, Yankees. Y'all piss me off every time. Because in any case, right now, the Yankees have the fifth spot. They got to play the Red Sox. They're going to be going against Chris Sale. Chris Sale, Garrett Cole, what a matchup that would be. And then winner gets Tampa Bay. And then I think we get destroyed by Tampa Bay. Red Sox, I think, will have more of a chance against Tampa Bay. Um, and it'll be Astros and White Sox. And that'll be just a fun series. That, that's going to be a hype series. You got the young talent of the White Sox. You got the veteranship of the Astros. I mean, you, you got to love it. I love uh, Jordan Alvarez. Love that kid. And then we go to the uh, National League. Uh, the Giants just look so good. I love what they're doing. Uh, everybody's stepping up. I don't, they're not going to win it because um, it's 2021. They usually do things on the even years. So uh, they're going to just be good to go next year. And they big time surprise because they was not supposed to be in this position. And I remember talking to you guys about this uh, Giants team. And I said, uh, they could surprise folks. But I don't think so. Oh, well, Dodgers win a division easily between them and the Padres. And it's been between Dodgers and the Giants. So, of course, I was wrong with that. Uh, the Brewers are a good team. It's very surprised they got swept by the Tigers. But the Brewers are a good team. They have some arms, some very good arms, and that's what you need when you get to the playoffs. Unfortunately uh, for the Braves, they will have to play them. Um, I mean, the Braves could still lose the division because the Phillies is right there. Uh, when you look at the schedule for the Braves, uh, the, the easy part is they get the Diamondbacks after that. Then they get the Padres. That weekend, they get the Phillies. What the, the the next week? So we'll talk about that, and then they get the the Mets, and that's going to be a fun series there. So uh, it, it, those are very key um, games for them. And the bad thing is they're playing the Giants. They got to win these games. Giants is coming because the Giants still want to be the top of the division uh, and the top of the National League because the Dodgers is right there. Dodgers could still win the division. There's two weeks left for baseball. But if you're the Braves, do you really want to win a division? Do you want to play the Brewers right now? You know, I think um, the Brewers are starting to hit right now. They're, they're doing what they need to do. And with the Braves not having Acuna, it kind of sets them apart. But they're still playing pretty good baseball without Acuna. And how about the Cards? The Cardinals are in that wild card spot. But do they want to play the – I think they want to play the Dodgers because they have confidence. 
those four guys, those four hitters they got, Goldie, Arenado, um, um, uh, what's his name, Carlson, Dylan Carlson. I mean, you could throw Yachty in there. Um, they're they're just confident, you know, uh, and and they they saying okay, we can beat the defending champs. I feel like they're confident. Cincinnati Reds is confident. The Padres is confident. The Dodgers, I think they want to avoid that wild card spot because it's just one game. One game in that wild card, baby. And all those teams you could possibly face, they want you. They want you bad. They really do. So, you know, I think the Brewers would be uh, winning whoever they would face in that spot um, because of their pitching. Uh, the Phillies can't pitch. The Braves would be the tough one. Um, the Mets, because I'm assuming the Grom would be back for playoffs if they do make the wild card. I know they're six games back. Uh, but with with them not having the Grom, it kind of sets them back. The Mets would be fine next year, I think. They're probably winning the division or come close. The division would be tough uh, with the Reds, too. And, and uh, that, that's Well, Reds not in that division, but... It, it, it's going to be interesting. The Padres have looked bad, and they're a good team. I don't know what's going on with them. I thought they would have been better. Um, but I feel like if the Giants play the Dodgers, I think Dodgers go ahead and win. Dodgers and Brewers would be the, the matchup, and I didn't give you my American League. I like the White Sox. The White Sox actually would be fun. And I don't think uh, if the Red Sox are able to beat the, the Yankees, I think they will. White Sox, Red Sox. I think that would be the matchup. But I, I will give it to the White Sox to win it all because uh, I have the winning it all. And they, I think they have to go through the Dodgers. But I think this is where the White Sox do their part and they get it done. Um, also, uh, NBA basketball is around the damn corner. So two weeks from now, uh, when I do the pod, we're going to have preseason. And we have preseason for a while. And then that's when the NBA season starts. Uh, let me see. What day? October 19th. That's the Tuesday. That's the big day. So it's the right around. It's, we're literally a month away um, from NBA season. So just keep an eye out on that. And uh, also um, the NHL, too. Uh, the last day of the season, uh, WNBA is tomorrow. Atlanta Dream, Connecticut Sun plays. Uh, Vegas, uh, Mercury, the Lynx and the Mystics, the uh, Sparks and the Wings, and the Fever in the Sky. Um, New York Liberty is keeping their playoff hopes alive. Um, with that, with them winning, 12 and 20. It's crazy that you can make the playoffs at that moment, and you got the Mystics 12 and 19 with the injury to Lana Della Don. Uh, that, that's just, just sad. Uh, Drew Lloyd, though, did have 22 points in the first quarter. Shout out to Drew Lloyd. She has been balling. Uh, the Aces did clinch the uh, second seed. Um, so that that's pretty good uh, because it's not like. Um, Okay, Connecticut's son uh, definitely was going to be the number one seed. And, and, and like I said, you got the, the Aces. I think the Aces is winning it all. I really do. I think they have the team. And um, Bill and Bear got to get them going. 
So, yeah, they got that second seed. And I think Minnesota and Seattle's fighting for the third seed. Because um, it's eight. What is it? It's eight, right? Just AC. So, pretty much, okay, you got Connecticut, Vegas, uh, Minnesota, Seattle. You have Phoenix. You have Chicago. Because uh, I think it's... I think it's six teams. So it's going to be between the Mystics. No, you got the Wings in there. Uh, Yeah, you have the Wings, which would be seven. And then you got Mystics and Liberty. One of those, well, the Sparks is up there too. You have to hope that, let me see who plays. The Sparks plays the Wings. So you have to hope there that, Man, this is this is something. Uh, Minnesota and Washington play. Washington has to win. Washington has to win. Uh, the Sparks has to lose. I think Sparks has to lose for New York to be in. I think that's the way it goes. I don't know how it goes, okay? I'm going to honestly tell you that. But it's going to be an exciting WNBA day on top of NFL. I'm going to be watching NFL, but I'm going to be keeping a close look on the last thing of WNBA. And then I think uh, by the time I do the show Friday, I think we will have our, you know, matchups and all of that, of course. And seeing what's going on. I think Vegas wins it all. I'm giving you that right now. Vegas wins it all. And that should be fun. College football starts 15 minutes from now, you guys. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to give you some, find me something to eat. There is some good Football on all day today, so enjoy the college football. Uh, enjoy the NFL tomorrow. Enjoy baseball as we as we get to the seating. I mean, and, and let's try not to overreact because that's all we do. Overreact, overreact. And I know I did for the Rams. I still think that Stafford got to win some big games. So let's hold the overreactions here for a few more weeks. And uh, I really don't like to be flip-flopping, but... That's just what the road of sports is. So enjoy WNBA tomorrow, WNBA fans. Um, college football today, NFL tomorrow. We're a month away from the NBA. We're two weeks away from the preseason of the NBA. So enjoy sports, you guys. Treat everybody with respect. Mask up. Stay safe. I'll talk to you guys on Friday.